Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What up, Keith Kibotters? Welcome back to the program. I am your host, Sky Guasco. This is another episode of the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast, streaming live everywhere. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, on the fantasy-focused Network. We're also on the Fantasy Football Network via YouTube. Shouts out to our boys over there doing the independent vibes. Tons of independent fantasy football channels on one YouTube network. That is the Fantasy Football Network. Go be a part of that on YouTube. And of course, you can follow us. Give us a like, subscribe, smash that thumbs up, give us a comment anywhere you follow the Candlestick Kids Fantasy Football Podcast or Fantasy Focused. Network. I'm joined once again by my main man, Christopher Benavides of the Commish Fantasy Football Podcast for our weekly meetup to discuss the NFL games. We're in week 14, Chris. We're only four weeks out from the NFL playoffs. We're one week out or we're week one of the fantasy football playoffs, depending on how leagues are going. You are the commissioner, obviously, of a number of leagues. You have a very contentious home league. We talked about pre-recording. I'm the commissioner of about five or six leagues. It is crunch time for commissioners, crunch time for people trying to get into the playoffs. One word of advice for commissioners and one word of advice for people on the bubble this week that need to win and get in. Fire them up, man. Let's get some good vibes starting this podcast. All right, uh, dude, you and I connected over Gary V. We were just talking about this previously uh, on some personal stuff. For commissioners out there, doing the right thing is always the right thing, no matter how much pushback you get from your league. Do the right thing and block out the noise. So that's my advice for commissioners. And I know when you think about your situation, you'll be able to apply that piece of advice. For everybody else, uh, don't sit the wrong guys. That's it. Just don't sit the wrong guys. <laughs> Literally, that's that's what's going to help you. I, Dude, I freaking sat like, I don't know, two or three guys last week in different leagues. And I'm like, I would have gotten victories if I just played the right people. Um, again, I know it's easier said than done for everybody. Um, but, you know, you, you need a little bit of luck and you got you to gotta start the right guys. So... That's that's my advice to everybody else. Uh, you've said it before on this podcast previous years, but uh, share again quickly the Eric and Nick Chubb story. Yeah, so, um, you know, notoriously, Nick Chubb is a good running back. I think we all are in agreement. Um, but on occasion, Nick Chubb will go for maybe six or seven points on occasion, right? You don't know which week it's going to happen. Um, but for whatever reason, Eric was in, I think, the championship, and he had Nick Chubb on his team. This is when you know Nick Chubb was you know rushing hard. And I don't even, yeah. I don't think Cream Hunt was on the team. I think it was like his team or something. It might have been like the first year or something. Um, so basically, Eric made the executive decision on his team to not start Nick Chubb, and he started someone else over him. And in I think Chubb was like playing the Ravens. This is when the Ravens were good on defense, and he just didn't have good vibes. And he played, I forget exactly who he played in in start of Nick Chubb, but it ended up turning out to be the right decision. I think Chubb had like maybe nine points. The guy he started had like 18 or 19, and it was the difference of him winning his championship. So things like that can happen. Absolutely can. And, you know, I, every Thursday I do a broadcast spot with my man Mike Gill on uh, 97.3 ESPN in New Jersey and Philly, Delaware, uh, your neck of the woods. Um, I do a guest spot for them in fantasy football, and we were talking about Jamar Chase, and he said, "This Jamar Chase a must start." And my immediate answer was, "Nobody this time of year, nobody this time mm-hmm. of year is a must start. Everybody's got injuries. Everybody's 
coming off of weird weeks. Everybody's got their other players that have injuries that you count on, linemen, wide receivers, quarterbacks, whatever. Yes, most guys that are in fantasy are like the auto starts, quote unquote. But I sat DK Metcalf last week. Yes. Four inferior wide receivers. Four mm-hmm. inferior wide receivers. <laughs> and every single one of those guys out uh scored DK Metcalf yeah. in that particular yeah. week. Now, do you have the stuff to make those moves in the playoffs? Eh, that's the make or breaks, but nonetheless, yeah. it's time to go. All right. We are streaming live. Of course, the podcasters are listening after the fact, but we are streaming during Thursday night football per usual. The Vikings handling the Pittsburgh Steelers. Cook absolutely in the first half. Jefferson should have three touchdowns. Vikings are insane um, tonight, and the Steelers can't stop anybody. Najee Harris with a good run there. So if you're listening live, we're streaming the game. If you're listening after the fact, that's where we're at. We're breaking down the NFL game previews for week 14. Obviously, we're going to skip the Thursday night game here. But we're going to get the other games. And on the back half of the episode, we're quickly going to run into the TCK Listener League roster rundown that has become very popular with you over the last couple of years. And we start the next week and get in week. And for some teams, you and I are up in the bye in our respective divisions. We're up in first, second place. We could get that bye week if we can get our Ws this week as well. So let's jump right into it, man. Without any further ado, I'm going to take a quick uh, here and catch my breath before we get into this onslaught of games. I want to give a shout out to our friends at Bet Online. Chris and I will be right back after this message. Bet Online is back and better than ever. A new web interface for the rest of the NFL season and the NBA season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all football and basketball action this season. Make sure to head over to the new updated desktop or mobile website and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code BELIEVE50. That's B-L-E-A-V-5-0. BELIEVE50 to receive your bonus. From football to basketball to NHL to boxing to UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the rest of the 2021 seasons. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports bet online where the game starts. All right, Chris, let's get into this, my man. We got a lot of games to cover. Of course, we're going to start up at the top and these are our weekly game previews brought to you by our good friends at Cara factor. We will hear from them in the middle of the segment. All right, Chris, let's get into it, man. We'll start with the Sunday morning afternoon games, depending on which coast you're on here. The 10 a.m.s for me, the 1 p.m.s for you, Cowboys, Washington football team. Cowboys 8-4, and four, Washington football team 6-6, six and six, but they have won four straight games. The Cowboys, of course, destroy people or get blown out. There's really nowhere in between that. Of course, Mike McCarthy, terrible move, always, comes out, talks a little shit, talks a little shit, like we're going to beat Washington, blah, blah, blah. Immediately. Their media team hears that, posts on Twitter, and everyone else is kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll see what happens. I'm going to take Washington straight up in this game. It's in Washington. It's a divisional game. I'll take the football team in this one here. It's all going to come down to Amari Cooper's health, Zeke's effectiveness, and if Taylor Heineke can keep it up. He's not been great for fantasy, but he has been good enough to win games. Gibson is a must-start, obviously. He's been absolutely on fire and getting the work. Terry McLaurin. 
feels like a must start because of the potential, but they just can't get the passing game going. Logan Thomas out for the season now. Do we start Ricky Seals-Jones again? And on the other side, is it just one of those start your studs? And is Tony Pollard in that mix? Dalton Schultz, C.D. Lamb, Dak Prescott. We know the names. Are you comfortable with everybody in Dallas on the road against Washington outdoors in a must-win game for the Washington football team in division? Yeah, I'm actually going to go. I'm going to go um, not in favor of the Dallas Cowboys as well, specifically the rushing game. So in the four game stretch um, that we've talked or that you've just mentioned about the the Washington football team um, and having one four straight, they have not allowed more than 100 rushing yards in three of those four games. So like their defense is stepping up, playing well. Heineke's uh, throwing over 70 percent of his passes at the moment. So right now the team's playing very very well. I think I think you are correct. This is going to be a difficult game for Dallas. We talked about a little bit this offline with you know with the Bengals. I don't know what Dallas team we're going to get. So your guess is as good as mine. If you get the proper Dallas team, maybe they pull this off. They have a great game. Pollard might look good. Um, you know Zeke might look good. But I think the way he, uh, the football team has been playing, um, it feels like this is kind of a trap game for Dallas. Ooh, trap game, it, dude! It is trap game season. Mm -hmm. Right. We see a lot of these teams that are out. I mean, Washington football teams in contention, but we see teams who are inferior to the other squad come out and and pull upsets and look yep. you know again washington's in it there i think they're the sixth seed seventh seed right now with my niners kind of tied up there for that wild card spot but every year we have teams that are totally out of it come in play for their whole season and up in another team so dallas i would say needs to watch out a little bit here we'll see what happens okay let's move exactly. on here to the jaguars and the titans talk about a team that's out of it jacksonville jaguars going up against the tennessee titans who we're running the AFC for pretty much the first half of the season. King Henry goes down. A.J. Brown goes down. Julio Jones goes down. Tannehill trying to keep afloat here. Coming off the bye week, people getting healthy at least. We might get Julio back. A.J.'s still on the uh, injured reserve, and then we'll see if we get Henry back at all this season. On the other side, James Robinson's the best player on the Jacksonville Jaguars, but Urban Meyer pulls him essentially after a fumble, which happens. Goes with the Carlos Hyde bomb. Marvin Jones, my guy, isn't as effective in this offense. Trevor Lawrence, I think, will be good for a long time, but isn't right now. Can you start anybody, and James Robinson's, I guess, the only name, but can you start anybody else other than James Robinson on Jacksonville? And for Tennessee, if Julio plays, can you start Tannehill? If he doesn't, will you? And any running backs of note there in Tennessee? Yeah, I'm not I'm not really loving this matchup for a lot of reasons. I I mean, I guess you start Tannehill just because they are playing Jacksonville. If you're in a two QB league, that's that's an OK play for me. Um, And obviously helps if Julio Jones does return. But, dude, I'm not loving this. Also, I hate that Urban Meyer sat James Robinson over a friggin fumble. That's such a bad. It's such a it's so it's so like amateur. I feel like it's, it's I think bad. it's it's college. And you know what? Here, here's yeah. the thing, though. Like, look, dude, Uncle Bill does this shit all the time, you know, but James and Uncle Bill can make other people great. Carlos Hyde is not great anymore, right? He had a for a yeah. while. James Robinson's easily the best for them to win. And right. I think to pull this stunt this time of the year, too, it's like try to win a game. But, yeah, I'm with you. Very frustrating. Yeah, you just don't have the pedigree to do what Uncle Bill does. Bill can do whatever he wants. Bill Belichick has literally earned the right to bench players if they fumble, keep players in if they fumble. Like, he can do whatever he wants. I'm assuming – you know, again, I don't know. That's just, it seems pretty obvious to me. So anyways, I hope James Robinson comes back and just says, you know, F you urban. I'm going to do my thing and just run it down their throats. So I like him as a must start this week. I watched a video today, totally unrelated, related. I watched a video today. 
that was like the Patriot Way video, which I know you know very well. Word on the street is Jonas Gray, who's famous for his four touchdown game and nothing else in his career. He yeah. was let go because he was late to a meeting. That's correct. Yeah, that's that's what that's what was that's what came that's out. That's the in, story. In that's the story. Correct. Yeah, which I think is true. I think it's actually what happened. He showed up. It was that week. It was the week after yep. he showed up. Right. It was the week. It was the week that he was on Sports Illustrated. Mm-hmm. He scored the four mm-hmm. touchdowns. Had all the, and then shows up late to a meeting. And Bill's like, "Sorry, we just don't do that." And Randy Moss essentially left the team because he started talking about his contract. And that's Patriot rule number one. You don't Don't talk about your contract in the meeting. And Randy Moss, of all people, Hall of Fame was let go. Yikes. Bill ain't playing. And number one seed in the AFC, folks. Yikes. Look out for the Patriots. Seahawks, Texans, Seahawks four and eight. Texans two and ten. Neither one of these teams have playoff aspirations this season, but looking to get a good some good mojo down the stretch here. Look, man, what version of Russ are we going to get? Tyler Lockett's been playing well. Tied DK Metcalf last week with overall targets on the season with 84. With Houston, it remains Brandon Cooks or bust. And with Seattle, man, I'm I'm good with Russ in a super flex. I'm not going to stream him unless I don't have another option. Single quarterback league just because I think you have other options. Also, with Adrian Peterson coming to town, Alex Collins, even though he's been ineffective, there's a chance that Seattle just runs all over Houston, and that's what Pete Carroll wants. Um, so outside of a bomb or two to DK or Lockett, I don't see a big game for Russ, but I'm good with both wide receivers. Do you feel the same? Yeah, I think so. I think I've I've been on the fence with DK uh, for obvious reasons. Um, has not really been playing all that well, so I don't own any D- shares of DK, so I really haven't really had to make that decision call and watch him burn me week to week, so I just would say cautious on DK and yeah, I, I just don't see that they're going to need Russ to outperform um, in this one. So I see a lot of running as well. Yeah. If, uh, DK Metcalf in two leagues and it's been very frustrating because you know the talent, but unfortunately we're just not getting it. All yep. right, let's move on to the Raiders and the Kansas city chiefs. This one could be interesting. Six and six Raiders. Again, another team like Dallas, like plays of their competition. So I expect the Raiders to show up in this one, but it's an arrowhead. Last time they played each other, Mahomes went for 504. We'll see what happens. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, 8-4, and four, playing much as of late. Of course, we know that they were 500, under 500. People were kind of getting nervous. They played a lot more like the Chiefs. And, Chris, it's not because Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey are blowing the doors off. It's because the defense has gotten much better as yep. of late, like they did in that Super Bowl run when they took down my Niners. So it's been running heavy with Daryl Williams and now CEH back in the mix. Tyreek Hill's got the targets, but not getting the effect in the, you know, the, the uh, Tyreek Hill numbers. Travis Kelsey's also not still the number one tight end because he's Kelsey, but not blowing up. It's the Chiefs. I can't imagine you started or sit any of these guys, but is it still that kind of all? Mahomes, Kelsey Hill, CEH, you know, do you just start these guys automatic? And then for the Raiders, Kenyon Drake out with a broken ankle. So Josh Jacobs now is automatic because he's, you know, the guy there. Darren Waller coming back healthy. Derek Carr, do you feel good about any of these wide receivers? Yeah. So to sort of peel this back, I'll start with the Chiefs. One thing that um, the defense has been playing a lot better, you are 100% correct. So this could be a tougher game for the offensive side for, for the Raiders. Um, I will note as well, this is something I think we probably saw a lot of for Kansas City, is that specifically related to their pass protection and run blocking, they were pretty dismal at the beginning of the season. They are now rated sixth 
and PFF, they're graded sixth overall in pass blocking and second overall in run blocking. So they've tremendously improved over the past, you know, four to five weeks in the time frame that they've been really kind of piecing it together. Um, for the Raiders side, yeah, this might be a bit of a difficult game, but I think you're right. Like the Raiders typically do tend to play up to their competition. Renfro has been absolutely on fire. I think he's probably a must start in most in most leagues at this point. He's proven to take in that sort of like, I feel like it's like a Wes Welker. Um, Julian you know, Edelman. Type of, yeah, like a Julian Edelman type of role. You know, he's like, yeah, he's pretty much that role, but on the Raiders. Um, and with, you know, Waller kind of having a bit of an injury situation going, um, he's just been filling in that gap really nicely. So I think I, to me, it just feels like, uh, Renfro is the only guy that I would start. I probably don't start Derek Carr unless I have to. Um, but I would say fire up everybody on the chiefs. They seem like they're back on track. I like that. I agree. And Renfro has been a fun player, man. And I don't know that I trust Zay Jones and they won't let Brian Edwards be Brian Edwards, which is frustrating. So I like mm-hmm. that there, but and I think the chiefs roll them. Because it's an arrowhead, but look again, man. This time of year, divisional game. The Raiders have played the Chiefs well over the years. It could be a close one. All right, let's go to the New Orleans Saints and the New York Football Jets. Again, two teams at the playoffs. The ball rolling here late. Five and seven Saints, three and nine Jets. This one's in New Jersey for the Saints. Look, Jason Hill back at four picks last. I know it's terrible, but he also had 101 rushing yards on 11 carries on top of 260 passing yards, 300 total yards, just 300 total yards. And if 100 of those is carries, that's 10 fantasy points for a quarterback passing. That's four fantasy points. The way that the uh, scoring goes, usually Taysom Hill with two touchdowns. I think he's gonna be just fine. He's definitely a streamable option for me. He's going to be top 10 for me week. So I like to. Lot. Alvin Kamara could be back. Hopefully, Mark Ingram had you know a COVID contact. Maybe Alvin Kamara's in that room as well. We got to hope not. We got an issue in the, with the Chargers that we'll talk about here in a second as well. So hopefully, we get Alvin Kamara back and Marquez Callaway. Maybe the only option there in the in the uh, sec in the uh, wide receiver core for the Jets. Corey Davis out for the year. I don't want any of these wide receivers. Zach Wilson. I'm just not buying it yet. Um, Ryan Griffin <laughs> catching touchdowns every week, but he's kind of one of those three catches, 30 yards, and if he gets a touchdown, kind of tight end. So I don't want to stream him. Jamison Crowder, maybe. I mean, Elijah Moore. Are you confident with anybody for the Jets? No, not really. Um, yeah, this is going to be a tough game for them. Uh, the Saints, although, you know, have tried to piecemeal their offense together, their defense has still been playing well. They're still graded overall second in the entire NFL on PFF. So... Yeah, I think the Jets are going to have a tough time. They, they don't have a ton of weapons. Um, I just don't see them scoring a lot of points. Uh, it's good to see Alvin Kamara potentially playing again, though. That's probably the one positive. I don't know how he's going to affect Taysom Hill, though. That's the only thing I'm a little nervous about. Yeah, when they played together. So last year, right, We I broke this down preseason. Mm. Last year together, the first three games were dismal. He didn't pass to him. He had no targets for the first time in his career, whatever. The final game they played together, though, the fourth game they played, and one of those was that Denver stupid game where the Denver had a, you know, yeah. Hinton was their wide receiver playing quarterback. It was dumb. Um, but their fourth game they played together, Alvin Kamara did have seven targets in that game. They started kind of getting back to Saints football. I think they'll do that this year because they don't have other options, right? Last yeah. year they had a yep. little Michael Thomas and blah, blah, blah. So I think Alvin Kamara is going to be fine. And look, we saw with Dalvin Cook tonight. These guys, you know, these, these all pro elite guys are out there. You got to start them because you can't yep. have Dalvin Cook be scared sit him and then have a Dalvin Cook tonight, you know, game. Um, 
which he's having. He's blowing the doors off. So Alvin Kamara is in my lineup if he is playing. Okay, let's get one more game in, and we're going to take a quick break. Let's go with the Falcons and the Panthers. This game's in Carolina, five on each side of the football. With the Falcons, Russell Gage has been playing quite well. Kyle Pitts up and season. Matt Ryan up and down all season. Cordero Patterson is the wide receiver. One. He's the running back one on this offense. The entire offense goes through Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson, for me, is the only must-start for the Atlanta Falcons. Everybody else I mentioned is a streamer. In my opinion, Mike Davis, I said, should be dropped a month ago. I'm not playing him under any circumstances at this point. Quadre Allison either. On the other side for Carolina, look, they fired Joe Brady, right? Had that immaculate season with Joe Burrow and the LSU Tigers, whatever. He gets brought up to the pros. I think a decent season. Christian McCaffrey's been out pretty much the whole year. They have Sam Darnold. He doesn't work out. They're bringing Cam out for him, blah, blah, blah. Injuries on both sides of the ball. I think Joe Brady ends up in Oregon. I'll just throw that out there. But um, I am not excited about the Panthers' offense. I can't trust Cam as a passer. Can't really trust him as a runner. But word on the street is Joe Brady got fired because they're not running the ball enough for Matt Rule. So do we trust Chuba Hubbard, who this week has a seventh best matchup for fantasy running backs. But Chris Dweez and I broke this down on Monday. Hubbard and the Panthers have the worst fantasy football playoff schedule of all running backs in the NFL. So this week he's got the seventh best matchup, but the next couple weeks, the worst in the NFL. Do you trust Chuba Hubbard? Yeah. Um, I would say of the things that the car, uh, sorry, that the Atlanta Falcons defense does decent. And I say that very loosely uh, is run defense. Um, they're not great, but they're 21st overall in the league as compared to their overall defense grade, which is 30th in the league. So I don't know if they're going to run the ball and think, think that they're going to be effective. They might have a better shot of mixing in some passing work as well, just to kind of keep uh, Atlanta off balance here. Um, but yeah, I agree with everything you said, man. It's, it's a tough offense to watch. Um, I personally like watching the Carolina defense play. Um, they're just more fun. I think that they're faster, better, stronger on every part of the ball in, in terms of their efficacy um, against <clears throat> good offenses. So it's tough. I think the Atlanta Falcons offense is, uh, might have some trouble. Uh, I think you got to start Kyle Pitts for obvious reasons and Cordero, Cordero Patterson. I think in deeper leagues, you can probably start Russell Gage. And then if you're in a two QB league, you can flirt with playing Matt Ryan again with the bye weeks um, and some injuries. So yeah, tough game. Honestly, not in love with the overall game though itself. It just doesn't seem like one I'm going to be watching. I mean, I'll watch it, but you know what I mean? Not, not, will, not like I want to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get it. And I agree there. I don't see a lot of fireworks in this game, but again, divisional game, you never yeah. know. Sometimes these games are like 14 to 10. Sometimes they're 35, 34, you know, and, and the yeah, Panthers yeah. And, and and Falcons could definitely blow it up. All yeah. right, Chris, let's take a quick break here. We'll get to the second half of these games after a word from our friends at CareFactor. Hey, TCK Potters and Fantasy Focus community. Are you looking for options for hair loss? There are many options out there for treating it. However, most products treat the cause, such as DHT, and don't do much to support the growth of new and stronger hair. It's like removing harmful weeds from your lawn, but not doing much to fertilize the grass. That's why the Fantasy Focus and TCK team has partnered with CaraFactor. CaraFactor saw this problem and focused their research on finding just the right combination of biosynthetic growth factors and an innovative delivery system to promote fuller, stronger looking hair. So whether you're a listener who suffers from various forms of alopecia or even stress-related hair loss, 
The Care of Factor treatment is the perfect scalp-friendly solution that can help and influence stronger and healthy hair throughout all stages of the hair life cycle. And now, exclusively for TCK listeners, use the promo code TCK at checkout to get 15% off all products at shop.mycarefactor.com. That's shop.mycarefactor.com. Carefactor, skincare for hair. All right, I'm back with Christopher Benavides of the Commish Fantasy Football Podcast talking week four NFL game previews. This segment, of course, brought to you by our friends at Cara Factor. Beach, I see you in section, my man. Of course, you got the uh, got the game previews. We like that. We got the score predictions and a couple start sit questions. I will get to those after we finish of these. So I see you in there. Just hold tight for us, brother. All right, let's get into the second half of these games, Chris. Last morning game here, eight and four Ravens at the six and six Cleveland Browns. Both of these teams have been absolutely dominant at times and baffling at other times. We don't, last time they played each other just two weeks ago, last time they played each other, this was a mess. Lamar Jackson was terrible. Nick Chubb couldn't do anything. I think it's going to be different this time around. Jack Conklin got hurt. Came back and got hurt last game, too. The secondary for Baltimore has been horrendous. Lately, they got hurt as well. Humphrey out. So we'll see what happens moving forward here. But the Ravens 8-4. and four. Browns on the bubble at 6-6. Six and six. They both still have an opportunity here. Do you trust your regular studs in this game? Or, again, it's one of those, like, ugly, potentially bad wind, uh, bad, you know, late-season weather for Cleveland, which we've seen over the years. Uh this game gives me butterflies for some reason, man. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I'll, I think it's obvious why because of all the things you said, which is uh, <laughs> every fantasy freaking player that you needed to play well the last time they played played terrible. So um, I, I also agree. I don't know. I don't know what to say about this game. I, are we going to get the Lamar Jackson who's been really making piss poor throws in really key moments? Is does he have a lack of situational awareness? Is he throwing off his back foot and getting picks in the end zone like he did last game? Forget about what he did in Cleveland two weeks or two weeks ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. He was throwing balls off his back foot instead of throwing them away and they're getting picked in the end zone after saying after his four pick game that he needs to make better decisions and then goes out and doesn't make a good decision. If you can't tell I have him on one of my teams and he's pissing me <laughs> off. So dude, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Um I expect a better game, but again, these games are kind of dog matches. They are in they are in division. Um, I would say the one plus is that the that the uh, Browns are coming off a bye, which has given Baker Mayfield a, a much needed week's worth of rest. And if he can throw the ball better, then maybe you don't see stack boxes for Nick Chubb, and maybe he runs the ball better on you know for the Browns. So that's that's I th- it's not a great analysis, but it's also a game that I don't feel comfortable with. Lamar, Andrews, and Chubb are auto starts for me. You you feel the same, dude? I gotta be honest. I'm sitting Chubb in my home league. Um, Who else do you I have? have? I have. Uh, I'm starting Chris Godwin. I'm starting Austin Eckler. I'm starting Cordero Patterson, and I'm starting um, Marquise Brown. I think not Marquise Brown. Cordero Patterson. Chris. Oh yeah, Cordero Patterson. Chris Godwin. Austin Eckler. And give me a second. I can find out who the last guy is. There's one more guy. So either either way, though, you have very quality options. You don't I have do, like a, you don't have like a Chuba Hubbard or somebody. D- yeah, my last guy is Debo Samuel. Okay. So if he that, plays, if he plays, yeah. So if he doesn't play, I'll put in Nick Chubb. But right. dude, but think about it though. I mean, you know, I drafted Nick Chubb in like 
the first back half round, of the first second round, round, second round, yeah. And it's like I have to sit him. I, yeah. I legitimately am sitting him this week. I yeah. don't like the matchup. Look, I'll eat it if he goes off, but it's like yeah. I have four other guys that I trust. I get it. And you have good options, right? So if you have that kind of a roster, you can make a move like that. You're not playing like a Devonta Freeman or, you know, no, no streamer right. or whatever over him. Okay. So the bubble guys in this game, and I think we need to take a little more time on this because it's, you know, this is a tough game. There's a lot of, a lot of options here. A bubble guys for me. Okay. Marquise Brown, right? Um, Rashad Bateman. I've been trying to rep him all season long. I can't play him at this point. Uh, Devonta Freeman is another one. On the other side, it's going to be Kareem Hunt. Yep. And then Jarvis Landry and Austin Hooper. Kareem Hunt's the only one that makes me moderately excited out of that bunch. I agree with you. Yeah. And, and on that. And I'll throw, I'll throw, I'll throw Baker in there too. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So, so for me, of the guys you mentioned, I'm also sitting Marquise Brown on that list of guys that I just mentioned mm. in the, in my home league. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, I just have to make some tough decisions, and unfortunately, they just get the short end of the stick. I in my deeper leagues, I got Marquise Brown playing. I got Nick Chubb playing. Um, I agree with you. I think they're autos for the most part. I would even say like consider Baker Mayfield. I think that one week's worth of rest is going to help him pretty significantly. So, um, I th- I would Hunt back. Yes, exactly. With Kareem Hunt back, they're starting to get their arsenal of weapons back in place. Also, the Ravens just haven't been playing that well. No, so they their just secondary haven't. is horrible, dude. Marlon Humphrey out for the year. They've, yep. they've been playing just not Ravens uh, defense. And the Steelers Correct. haven't either. I mean, both these guys have been horrible. Uh, Beaches in the comments. Do you feel comfortable starting Baker? Um, comfortable? No, because <laughs> he's Baker and he's about 250 and two. Uh, but if you're in a pinch, then, uh, you know, I- I'm okay with it. He's probably. Yeah. I haven't done rankings fully yet, but he's probably top 18. So um, not thrilled, but if you need to stream him, go ahead and in Superflex, he would be fine. All right, let's move on here. Giants and the Chargers. Four and eight Giants at the Chargers. Giants going all the way across the country from New Jersey to L.A. I mean, New York Giants that play in New Jersey. You got it, I mean. Um, this one's tough, man. Your boy D. Jones out, Okay. Mm-hmm. Mike Glennon got a concussion last week. He might play. He's trending the right direction. But then they got Jake Fromm, who I didn't think was very good in Georgia. I know SEC people are going to hate me for that, but I didn't think he was very special. He might get an opportunity, but Joe Judge like refuses to play this kid. You're playing fucking Mike Glennon. Come on. Um, <laughs> nobody's healthy on the on the Giants still. Saquon had like another decent, you know, 30-yard scamper, but he gets one of those a week now and he goes like 18 for 16 the rest of the week. Um, so I'm not excited about Saquon, unfortunately. Haven't been all season long. Evan Ingram's un, uh, you know, unpredictable. And then on the other side, for the Chargers, Keenan Allen and Mike Williams most likely out for this game with a COVID scare, right? That obviously affects my boy Jay Herbs, who's an auto start, but maybe not this week. You would think it you know, explodes Austin Eckler to probably the number one predicted running back this week with Jonathan Taylor on a bye week. But if I'm the Giants, I'm going to take whatever scraps I've got to like shut down the running back. So even if he catches 15 balls for NFL purposes, I can at least, you know, keep him in here. Guys like Jalen Guyton for me, you know, uh, Josh Palmer, you know, these second, third, fourth string wide receivers, Jared Cook, Donald Parham. These are guys I'm looking for in Los Angeles, and these aren't names we talk about in fantasy very often, but we're in winner get in, bro, and those are the type of dudes that could have a huge game if Mike Williams and Keenan Allen both miss out. I'm not thrilled about Herbert, but it's going to be tough to sit him. And for the Giants, especially with Glennon, dude, like I don't want to play anybody on the Giants. 
Saquon. I guess you got to throw him in there. But if you have options, otherwise, like Saquon or Chubb kind of a thing, I'm playing Nick Chubb. Yeah, I agree with you. So um, I don't have much more to add. All I'll say is, yeah, I agree. Sit all Giants minus Barkley if you can. Um, from a Chargers perspective, uh, they I actually think even if Keenan Allen and Mike Williams don't play for whatever uh, for, for the reasons we talked about, I actually think they're still going to roll this team. Uh, this seems like a lock victory for the Chargers. There was a game last year. I think it was like a Thursday night football game. Keenan Allen was supposed to play. He never played. Oh, my God. It the was Keenan game. Allen game. <laughs> yeah, the Keenan Allen game. Yeah, everyone remembers this one. Um, when he was supposed to play, didn't play, told everyone to play me, start me is what he said. Start me is exactly what he said. Everyone started him. We told everybody to, to start him, and then he doesn't play. So I digress. Um, the receivers on that team, Michael Williams was also out that game, actually had a fairly good game. So I actually trust the like the younger receivers on that team to be able to step up and provide Herbert with a blanket of you know receiver safety, if you will, which I do think will propel Austin Eckler to take that game over. So I say start Herbert, start Eckler, um, and if you want to get a you know a little little risque, um, pick one of the wide receivers and hope that they are the ones to catch all the passes. Man, yeah, tough. I'm with you there, man. I'm with you. I'm going to go with it, but we'll we'll see what happens. And of course, monitor that Sunday and Monday. Or excuse me, Sunday or Saturday and Sunday is what I mean. Okay, Lions and Broncos. Lions first dub against the Vikings. And look, you watch the Vikings tonight, and you're like, how do they not shut out the Lions of all teams? They should have lost them the first time, too. Let's not forget. The Lions missed a field goal at the end of the game, and the Vikings actually won that game. Lost them twice, believe it or not. Lions get their first victory this week, 110 and one, going to Denver to play the Broncos six and six. I think the Broncos win this game handily here, just running the ball. Javante Williams, look, people are like, Melville Gordon's coming back. What do we do? You play Javante Williams. I've been playing him anyway. He's been getting like 10, 12 points, goes for like 25 plus in certain, uh, doesn't score a touchdown. He scores, he's up over 30. We're not having a conversation. Melville Gordon comes back. They'll go back to splitting, but I think it's more like 55, 45, at least Javante at this point. I'm good with it. No wide receiver, maybe Jerry Judy if you need to. Okay, Teddy, no thank you. Noah Fant, no thank you. Albert O, no. On the other side, I'm good with the Denver defense. I like the Denver defense as my streamer this week. Uh, they're getting healthy at home, Lions, yada, yada. Um, DeAndre Swift probably still out. If he is, I'm, I love Jamal Williams. If DeAndre Swift, we don't like Jamal Williams. Hawkinson, you got to play. Amon Ross, St. Brown, maybe. And if you're scraping... My boy Josh Reynolds still getting work. Not very pretty with Goff, but he's a, he's a name if you need like a deep super flex or something like that uh, or DFS uh, fireball. But, I mean, not very excited in this game here for fantasy outside of Javante and Melvin Gordon and maybe um, DeAndre Swift or Jamal Williams. Yeah, I agree with you. We don't have to spend much time on on this one. I, I don't really have much more to add. You kind of covered it. It's just kind of a, one of those weird games. I don't see a lot of good fantasy options. And then, yeah, the only option is really the, the Broncos defense. I'll bring up t- uh, TJ Hawkinson. Catching touchdowns, but he is a th- three for 30 tight end on like nine targets. They're just shitty targets because they're Jared Goff targets. Um, you got to play him because he's top six and he feels top six. Blah, blah, blah. Are you confident though in TJ Hawkinson? No, like, not really. Like, actually, like, okay, Hawkinson and Gronk. I'd, I mean, I'd rather start start Gronk, Hawkinson and Knox. Probably Knox. Uh, okay, Andrews if he's healthy, Andrews, Kittle, yeah. Kelsey. So okay, now he's number this, eight. How about Pitts? 
No, I start Pitts. This is the only game that I don't feel good about Hawkinson. The Denver defense is ranked somewhere like 29th against tight ends. Yep. Like they're pretty good against tight ends. They shut down the they're gonna shut down their best weapon. Um, I think the fact also that Jared Goff in the cold is horrendous. Terrible. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So you got that as well. It's like look, Hawkinson's caught a few touchdowns in the past two games. Um, but previously before that wasn't really catching touchdowns. I think this one game is not going to be his game, um, but I do feel comfortable with him after that. I think he'll do fine against Arizona, Atlanta, and Seattle in the in the playoffs. This is just the one game where I'd rather go another route for, for tight end. Okay, fair enough. All right, we'll move on here. My San Francisco 49ers and the Cincinnati not-so-bungles. Six and six Niners holding down the seven seed in the NFC. We'll stop the count. Let's get them in the playoffs. Roll Brady and the Bucks on their way to a Super Bowl or something, I'm sure. Buck, uh, the Bengals playing at home seven and five, another team that plays with their conference. Man, they've blown out and won some incredible games lately. They've also lost some duds that they should not have. My boy T. Higgy on fire. Jamar Chase has cool over the last six games. No, he can have a game at any time. Your buddy Joe Mixon, man, we can't deny it anymore. You and I have gone back and forth for three. Joe Mixon killing it, and he's not even amazing right now with efficiency and stuff but he's just getting 30 touch like i don't give shakeups is not good he's good for fantasy because joe mixon's getting that work as well tyler boyd is my kind of like we want him to bobby repped him more than anybody this summer and it just isn't clicking with that third option there cg ozama had two good games no thank you bro i'm good with for my niners if debo plays you're playing him, and everybody else is playing him. If he doesn't, I love Brandon Ayuk, top 15 wide receiver. Kittle had the 16th highest scoring game in tight end fantasy history last week, right? We know he had – I mean, he's not like that weekly consistent guy. Run, run, run. He's so good at blocking that he just doesn't get targets, right? Because that's good for the first. Last week they had to throw it. Kittle's that guy. Jimmy's been playing well enough. If Elijah Mitchell's healthy, you put him in. But Elijah Mitchell, Jeff Wilson, and uh, Sermon, uh, all those guys are banged up, right? The only healthy guy on the roster right now is Jermichael Hasty, who's a eighth stringer coming into the season. It's the 49er backfield. What do we do there? And Jimmy, I guess, is a streamer if you need somebody in Superflex. Yeah. Um, I also think, too, that the defenses for both the 49ers and Bengals are a little underrated um, mm. in a sense. In a sense, so the 49ers right now are ranked ninth. They're graded ninth best in PFF, and the Bengals are graded 11th best, according to PFF. And they're like only separated by like one point in the grade. So both teams, are, I think, are actually going to probably step up more defensively than we think. Um, and yeah, it's going to be tough. I mean, look, Joe Burrow is coming off like sort of like a dislocated pinky. He was in some pain last week. Um, had some trouble throwing. I don't know if that's going to continue and if that's going to affect any of the passing game. So, you know, Sugar Ray Joe Mixon might end up with, you know, another 30 <laughs> touches. And, you know, that just might be how it is for him. Um, and he'll continue to, you know, be inefficient, but with 30 touches and a touchdown, that'll that'll get it done from a fantasy perspective. I am I am praying to fantasy gods that Debo Samuel plays. I have him in several leagues. I need him to start. It will be very helpful for me if he does start and is healthy by the end of that week. Um for my fantasy sanity uh, in going into the playoffs. So yeah, other than that, I don't, again, Jimmy G, you could probably start him as like a safe, you know, super flex start, but like, 
Dude, you know, he'll never give you the win. He'll, you know, if you gotta have you'll you need to find your victory from someone else. He'll he'll hold your floor, but he'll never get you the victory. It's like last week, I needed him to punch that ball in somehow into the end zone. He didn't get it done. It's like, you know, that's that's Jimmy G. Very predictable, and he just locks in on one target and throws the ball. And you know, pretty pretty easy to stop when you know it's coming. So I kind of expect the Bengals to play well against him. Yep, people have given me shit on the pod because I'm a 49er guy. The podcast is literally after the 49ers old stadium. I'm a 49er through and through for 30 years. Uh, When we signed Jimmy Garoppolo from your Patriots, I was not thrilled at all. We had a chance to get Kirk Cousins, who I don't think is amazing, but he's got Shanahan background. We were going to go Cousins or Jimmy. We went Jimmy, and I wasn't thrilled about it. My It boils down to this. Jimmy Garoppolo is not going to win us games. He often doesn't lose games, you know, if we just take small, you know, Super Bowl glitch there on Emmanuel Sanders bomb that would not have paid Patrick Mahomes over half a a billion dollars, but we don't talk about that. Other than that game, Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't lose games for the 49ers, but he, he collects wins. Like his record is nice when he starts, but he doesn't like win a game. You don't watch a game as a 49er fan and go, man, Jimmy just put the team on his back won the fucking game, went down, made the drive happen, drilled it, drilled it, drilled it, made it happen. Very rarely does that happen. And it doesn't happen for fantasy even more so. So I'm sticking away from Jimmy if I possibly can. Yeah, he he plays fantasy the way he plays NFL football. <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. Aggressively, aggressively mediocre across the board. <laughs> aggressively mediocre. Perfect. All right, we got three games left, Chris. Your Buffalo Bills 7-5 and five, upset last week against the Mac Jones-led Patriots. Three complete, uh, three attempts, two completions, enough to beat the Bills. Love to see that. And then, of course, your boy Brady and the Bucks here. So I want to see where your heart lies against your new favorite team, Josh Allen and the Bills, against Brady and the boys here. Nine and three Bucks host the Buffalo Bills at seven and five here in Tampa. Now with the Bills, you play Josh Allen, you play Stephon Diggs, you play Dawson Knox. We talked about earlier. Cole Beasley's disappeared. Emmanuel Sanders has disappeared. There is no run game outside of maybe a Matt Breida uh, rushing touchdown that Josh Allen doesn't steal. Zach Moss played last week basically just to like try to keep up with the Patriots. Didn't work for the Patriots side. Nobody's ex- – uh, or excuse me, the Patriots are out. For the Buccaneers side, you got to play – did you mention Gronk? Vintage game, you know, a couple weeks ago, he's back. AB still out, so Godwin and Evans should eat, no problem. Lenny Fournette's playing just fine. Ronald Jones has showed up in the last couple of weeks. And, of course, Brady playing MVP football, frankly, at this point again. Um, do you stay away from anybody outside of Ronald Jones on the Buccaneers and for the Bills? Uh, are you good with anybody outside of Allen, Diggs, and, and Knox? Yeah, um, I don't think so. I think I'm going to lean a lot of what you just talked about. It's, it's kind of put up a shut up time for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, I think that they need a like, it just it also ironically that they're going from one man who owns them. And I saw a meme that to says, the other one who owns them more. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like I, I saw I saw a meme. I was it was like it was like, you know, Bills beat them. Bill has beat them so much that they named the team after him. So oh my God, for real. So, so ironically, they're going from the guy who beats them as often as he's, you know, as possible to the guy who also beats them as often as possible. And I just, I gotta be honest, I obviously was like a big homer for the Bills, especially it's ironic because they're in our division for the Patriots. But like, 
Dude, that press conference, like, I really didn't appreciate how their coach yeah. handled the press conference. He was blaming, he was basically, and I'm a big McDermott fan too. And that one turned me off as well. I agree. I, yeah, he, he was just like, you know, here's why it's not, here's why we shouldn't give Bill Belichick credit while explaining why Bill Belichick needs all the credit for that game. It's like, do you can, do you hear yourself? It's like wild, the lack of self-awareness. And then you got the two players who got all bent out of shape over a very obvious question. You got beat by a 1932 style football. It's like, you should be embarrassed. So it's just like, I don't know, just like a lot of character flaws on that team. And it feels like the pressure is getting to them. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll see, we'll see what they're made out of this week, but it's just very, very ironic that they're about to play Tom Brady. So well, and after after the after the Bills ran through the AFC last year, uh, they're getting punched in the mouth. And the Patriots took a year off last year with the Brady hangover and all that stuff. Like, obviously, yeah. shit back together. Mac Jones is legit. They're playing Belichick football, running defense, or great, and they're just back. And the Bills were kind of like, you know, we're the new Patriots, and <laughs> the Patriots are like not so fast. Yeah. And I think the Bills have just been like they've been turned up against bad teams. They yep. lost a couple, you know, stupid losses earlier. They should be like 10 and three or whatever, uh, but yep. they're not. Yep, okay, exactly. let's move on here to the Bears and the Packers. Bears coming in at four and eight, nine and three. Packers looking for the number one seed. Packers are easy. We do this every single week. Looking at Rodgers, you're looking at Adams. Um, I guess maybe not as easy. Is Aaron Jones like an auto start with A.J. Dillon coming in last, you know, late in the season? MVS, Alan Lazard might be DFS, start throws too. For the Bears side, David Montgomery is the only auto start for me. Mooney is fun, but if Alan Robinson's still out, but are we going to get Fields? Are we going to get Dalton? Do we trust Cole Komet? Because Jimmy Graham's the guy that always gets the touchdown, but you can't start him. This one's really tough here. Outside of Rodgers and Adams, I'm not like excited about this game for fantasy. And uh, David Montgomery, excuse me. Yeah, agree with you. Um, you know, again, I not, not a ton more to add here. It should be a Packers blowout. Um, but fresh you know, off a bye. Yeah, fresh off a bye. I think they should roll in this one. I mean, they're nine and three, they're playing good football. So yeah, yeah Rodgers I mean, quote unquote owns the Bears, and they know that. So <laughs> yeah, he brought that up on the Pat McAfee show, I think. Again, um, he, he got questioned about it, and he's just like, look. The record speaks for itself, so I'm not going to add much more to that. So, yeah, I think Montgomery is probably the only guy potentially that you're you're thinking of. Um, you know, this is not a lot of not a lot of hope for the Bears here. So, fantasy perspective, I've just been off on the Bears all year, so I don't think I'm going to continue to. I'm not going to preach their their uh, their praises here against the Packers. Yeah, fair enough. I agree. All right, last game here: Monday Night Football, Rams, Cardinals. Rams eight and four, Cardinals best record in the NFL at ten and two. Kyler comes back. Last week, Chris, and in shitty conditions in Chicago last week, just runs all over them, throws all over them, D-hops back, catches that first touchdown. Chase Edmonds still out, but James Conner has a nice little one-hander catch, and they score the – Cardinals are just – they're just the best team in the NFL, record and playing-wise, playing smooth on both sides of the football and special teams. For the Rams, again, another one of these, like, what Rams team are you going to get, Right. Matt Stafford, Cooper Cup, uh, should be Darrell Henderson, but now it's Sony Michelle. You know, Van Jefferson, I think, has got a lot of praise from Sean McVay, which is great. Odell's had flashes now, but like, are we ready to trust him? Tyler Higby has had flashes too, but can you trust him? <sighs> What's going on with the rant? Like the Cardinals, I think, are set. You start Kyler, you start Nuke, you start uh Connor. I'm probably gonna fade everybody else personally. You start Ertz too at tight end if you need to for the Rams. 
Stafford seems automatic and Cup does too, but what do we do with the running backs? And Van Jefferson, that's my guy, but do you start Jefferson? Do you start uh, Odell Higby? Like, how are you feeling about them? Because there's a lot of names, <laughs> but I think there's a lot of fool's gold in here too. Yeah, I agree with you. What's what's really funny, and I think it was Jalen Ramsey who said that like they're too talented of a team to be playing the way that they're playing, and I agree with it's true, hundred percent true. Yeah, like the absolutely. Bills, same thing. Yeah, the Vikings even we're seeing tonight. It's like dude, it's wild, and and I don't know, I don't know if he was specifically talking about their defense or their offense or the team as a whole, uh, because right now, again, I, I kind of lean heavily sometimes on um on on the grades from PFF. I just think they do a good job with you know ranking and sort of sorting how they um, get their metrics in place. But the Rams are rated the best defense in the NFL across every, almost every, every category, or at least they're in the top 10 for almost every category, but defense run defense pressuring, um, you know, all of these stats, they're all number one, like straight across the board. So although this is kind of like a lock per se for fantasy for, for the Cardinals, like, it could be a bit of a challenge for them if the Rams show up properly. You know, if the proper Rams show up on defense, especially this could be tougher for the Ram, uh, for the Cardinals than we think. But then, yeah, you're. I think you just go with your locks um, for fantasy purposes, especially if you're in the playoff or like you know fighting for a playoff spot, dude. I don't know that I trust Odell. I don't. I mean, maybe maybe Sony Michelle um, if Henderson is definitely out, but. Um, I don't know. Yeah, this is a tough one. I think you just go with your locks this week and, and don't overthink this game. Go with your locks and just and just put the rest aside. I love me some Van Jefferson, dude. I love this kid. He's good. Yeah, he's good. I'm like, he, he's he's the real deal, dude. And and you know, Woods will come back next year or whatever. We don't know what's gonna go on with Odell with contracts and shit, but I like Michael Gallup, Van Jefferson, these like number three wide receivers who are just buried on teams like Tyler Boyd. Um, they could be a number two or number one on another squad, like the Texans or the Jets or somebody like that. And man, these 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 guys need to get some more work. So excited about that, Chris. That wraps up the Week 14 game previews. We still got to get into the TCK Listener League roster rundown. Just take a few minutes on that after this break. Here, I want to give a shout out again to another uh, new sponsor of ours. This is Lightbox. With the holidays coming around the corner, this could be a fun one. Shouts out to our new friends at Lightbox. We'll be right back after this. Shouts out to our new sponsor, Lightbox. Say goodbye to the dull gifts. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the brightest gift of the year. Using cutting-edge technology and innovative techniques, they've cracked the science of sparkle, creating the highest quality lab-grown diamonds you can find at a light price, $800 per carat. They have the same chemical makeup of natural diamonds, but are just grown in a lab. Because of their process, they can create stones of blush pink, beautiful blue, as well as classic white diamonds. Lightbox lab-grown diamonds are the gift they'll never want to take off and priced so they won't have to. They really make any outfit sparkle. Visit lightboxjewelry.com. And add sparkle to your holiday shopping. That's lightboxjewelry.com. Lightbox diamonds. Never a dull moment. All right, Chris. Let's get into. Oh, geez. What the hell happened? Oh, those are the banners. Boom. There we go. All right. Let's get into the TCK Listener League roster rundowns, my man. And then we got a couple questions from Beach. We'll get to at the very end there, Beach. We appreciate you tuning in and hanging out with us. This is the TCK Veteran League roster rundown. Chris, you know the deal. We're going to hit up 
go through the schedule here. I've shared my screen, so hopefully you all can see it. Let's go through it quickly here. I'll start with mine. I'm going up against Ulysses. I'm at 9-4. and four. He's at 10-3. and three. This is for first place and that number one buy in the TCK veteran division. I'll get right into it here. All right, I am going with Ryan Tannehill. Dalvin Cook, 31 points. He's almost up at 200 rushing yards tonight, crushing it. Jamal William Metcalf, CeeDee Lamb, Darren Waller, if he plays my boy Van Jefferson, we just talked about him, T. Brady, and that Bronco defense there. Anybody else to throw in? I'm sitting T. Higgins in this league, Chris. Oh, you're mute. Sorry about that. There we go. Um, yeah, no, dude, look, looks good. On my, looks good. Looks good. Yeah, over across the board. Um, I think you're making the right call there too about with uh, Tiggins. You just have a good starting lineup here. Bam, Ulysses, my nemesis, going up with Jay Herbs again. Could be in trouble if those guys are sitting there. Uh, Allen and Williams, Adrian Peterson for the Seahawks, Fournette, DJ Moore, Jamar Chase, Dalton Schultz, Cooks, Joe Burrow, and the Packers defense. DeAndre Swift on the bench, obviously. He'll put him in if he plays Jonathan Taylor on a bye week, Chris. I have one opportunity to win this game, beat Ulysses while JT is out, and hopefully get that number one seed. Yeah, I agree. Seems like he's making the best choices here overall. Um, we'll see what Peterson's made out of, but he's playing Houston, so could have a game. Totally agree. All right, let's go to Dweez and Brady for Perez here. Dweez has got Cousins, who went for 15 tonight. Nick Chenderson, Mike Evans, Justin Jefferson also went for 15 points. Should have caught three touchdowns in this game, though. Was, he dropped one of them, and another one was over his head, but he should have three in this game. Kyle Pitts, Marquise Brown, Jared Goff, and the Cardinals defense. Uh, nobody else. Darnell Mooney would maybe be the only other player I would play there, but can we put in Darnell Mooney for anybody here? Marquise Brown or Darnell Mooney? I'm going with Marquise Brown. Okay. Yep. Brady for Prez. He's got uh, Russ Wilson, Saquon, Najee Harris goes for 21, Chase Claypool for five, Lockett, Mark Andrews, Diggs, Fields, assuming he gets to start versus the Packers there. Says he will, but you never know with the Bears. And we got the Panthers defense as well, and that looks like the best roster with his squad. Yep, agreed. All right. Moving down on the list here, Hyden Zeke and Jay Care. Hyden Zeke at 9-4. Jay Care, unfortunately, at 3-10 and 10 this year. Trying to play spoiler here. Hyden Z going with Rodgers, Mixon, Kamara if he plays. Cup, Patterson, Fryermuth with two points tonight. McLaurin, Big Ben with 10 points in the Dallas defense. Sony Michelle on the bench. Chuba Hubbard on the bench as well, Chris. Would you play any one of those running backs over Kamara, Mixon, or um, Patterson? Okay, let's say Kamara is out for some reason. Right now he's trending in. If he's yeah. out, would you play um, Sony Michelle or Chuba Hubbard? Probably Chuba Hubbard, I think. Yeah, Chuba Hubbard. Okay. On the yeah. other side, J.K. here looking for the upset. Mahomes, Latavius Murray, David Johnson, Hopkins, Gallup, Kittle, Gronk, and Lawrence with the Chargers defense. Again, Keenan Allen on the bench because it's not looking good. Debo Samuel on the bench, not looking good. Obviously, that team will get a big boost if both those guys play. If they do, you slot them in pretty easily. Any other changes? No, I think it's good. It's a, I can see why his team is uh, is where it is. He's got a lot of good drafted team struggled. Season. Yes, exactly. That's exactly right. Yep, the team mm -hmm. the, the the names look good. Just had just had some trouble. Yeah, I totally agree. All right, Paul going up against Curly here. Seven and six. Both of them looking for a last minute playoff opportunity here. Paul going with Josh Allen, Josh Jacobs, Melvin Gordon back off that injury. Hunter Renfro, Cole Beasley, T.J. Hawkinson, Tevin Coleman. 
Cam Newton and the Titans defense. Um, Jamison Crowder, Tim Patrick uh, on the bench. I don't think I would play either one of those guys. Eh, I would play probably both over Tevin Coleman in the, in the flex, to be honest. Yeah, I think so. I think you gotta. I'm not loving that matchup. All right, half PPR leagues. Uh, you know, tend to tend to lean wide receiver in that one. All right, Curly going with Lamar Jackson, Zeke Elliott, Ceh, Russell Gage, Nate Westbrook, Akeen. Love that, but Julio Jones could be back this week. Austin Knox, AJ Dillon, Davis Mills <laughs> making a, a a recovery here for the Houston Texans and Seattle defense. Um, James Conner on the bench. Mike Williams on the bench with the COVID scare, but James Conner on the bench, Chris. Yeah, you got to make that move. I think you got to play him for probably AJ Dillon. What about? Can you play James Conner over Davis Mills? I mean, you could. I was, I was also wondering. Like, I don't know. I don't even know if Davis Mills is going to start. He's also got Davis Mills going up against his defense. I don't like when my quarterback plays my <laughs> DST because yeah, you're not, hurting yourself either way. Yeah, yeah, not not a fan of that either. Yeah. Okay. All right, two more in the veteran league here. Lucas and Nosa for you. Lucas in trouble this year. 4-9, he's had a lot of injuries, and no so for you at 6-7, and seven, trying to get a last-minute spot here. Lucas has got Carr, Javante Williams, Elijah Mitchell, assuming he plays, Tyreek Hill, Adams, Conklin for three points, Cooper, Matt Ryan, and the Saints defense. Uh, Tony Pollard on the bench. Would you throw Pollard in there for Elijah Mitchell if he sits? That makes sense, yeah? Yeah, only obviously only if he does. Okay. And then no so for you here, Heineke, Devontae Freeman, James Robinson, Elijah Moore, Deontay Johnson, nine point Ertz, ben Hunt, and the Pittsburgh defense. Um, let's see. Everybody else on this team pretty much out on a buyer injured. So that is the squad. Last one here in the veteran league, Hawk Dolliday and Josh, the representative from the commission squad in this league. Five and eight for Hawk Dolliday trying to play upset and Josh trying to hold on to a last second spot at seven and six. Hawk Dolliday going with Stafford, Aaron Jones, Eckler, Tyler Johnson with uh, AB out. Julio Jones, assuming he plays. Kelsey, KJ Osborne with 16 fantasy points tonight. Uh, Taysom Hill and the Browns defense. We talked about Baker. He's got him on his bench, and that would be it. Uh, Baker, Taysom Hill, Matt Stafford. I think he plays Stafford and Taysom Hill, correct? Yeah, agree. Yep. Okay. On the other side, Prescott, Gibson, David Montgomery, Judy Godwin, Hooper, Ayuk, Murray, Kyler Murray, and the Bills defense. Um, that is it. Everybody else is high or unplayable, in my opinion. Chris, we'll take a quick at the veteran standings here. Ulysses up at the top at eight and, or ten and three. I'm at nine and four. We're playing each other for the number one seed and that bye week. This is a huge one for the first place there in the veteran division. Hide and Zeke at nine and four, also. And then Brady for Prez, Paul, Curly, and Josh all at seven and six. One of those teams is going to get booted, though, for that last second spot. And if everything breaks for Nosa for you at eighth place, six and seven, he could get in as well. Hawk Dolliday at eight or five and eight. Dweez at four and nine. Lucas at four and nine. And Jay Care at three and ten. Again, Chris, you know all too well, unfortunately, the bottom four teams after this week, the bottom four teams in the standing will be moved to the rookie division next season those in the rookie division though have a chance to move up of course as you know again all too well and you have made a resurgent comeback this season chris you are back in the running looking good to move back up into the veteran division let's get into that right now here 
We got the rookie division here. We're going to start with Drew Reb and your girl Kelly from Phoenix. And of course, please give the weekly shout out to our girl Kelly. Yes, Kelly in Phoenix, our uh, our I would say like our lone female contributor, but in general, um, this is kind of behind the scenes, so everyone can know this. But we're we're about to have a spinoff podcast for her. Love um, it. We're we're in the process of doing this. She's she had a great idea, came to us, and we're starting to get this uh, rolling. So um, I think it's going to be more of like a 2022 project, and we'll, we'll see obviously how it goes. But yeah, she's uh, she's coming up with some good stuff. So I think everyone's going to be excited. We're big fans of Kelly here on the TCK. She's going up against Drew Reb, won the league a couple years ago. Drew Reb going with Bridgewater, Jacobs, Eckler. Thielen out tonight, didn't make the switch. That's obviously going to hurt, but not looking good at 7-6 for Drew Reb. Callaway Cook, um, Hill, he's got Ingram in his lineup now, but he's out with COVID, so he'll make that switch, hopefully. And then the Buccaneers defense. Anybody else on this bench uh, doesn't look like it unless he's going to swap in Mooney. Yeah, that's the only person I think I would trust. Traquan Smith? Um, Probably not. No, no. I think Moody's my Moody's probably the guy. Okay. He's Kelly's going with Carr, Elliot, uh, Chubb, McLaurin, Deidre, Ertz, Davis Mills. Again, and the 49ers, uh, she got a couple of guys out with injuries. Kelly's at five and eight, so Strong probably not going to make the playoffs. Drew Reb could maybe make the playoffs break. Having Thielen out of his lineup is going to hurt, obviously. Let's move on to Brad and Juan Ots here. Brad has got Cousins, who went for 16, Jamal Williams, Aaron Jones, Russell Gage, Judy, Gronk, Michelle, Lamar Jackson, and the Packers defense. Um, nobody else on the squad here worth mentioning, but Justin Fields on the bench. But you're not going to start him over Lamar Jackson, obviously. <clears throat> on the nope. other side, Juan Ott's going with Taysom Hill, Jonathan Taylor on a bye. We need to get that swapped out. And Juan Ott's is going for first place. So this is definitely somebody that needs to make that move here. So Taysom Hill, Jonathan Taylor on a bye, Joe Mixon, Devontae Smith also on a bye, needs to take him out, Elijah Moore, Kyle Pitts, Javante Williams, Tua Tungvaloa also on a bye, and no defense. Chris, we got to <laughs> build this entire roster here. Looks like he's got Dev Devontae Adams. He has got uh, Debo Samuel. He's got a couple good DSTs. Um, AJ yeah. Dillon, if he needs, he's got Matt Ryan. Looks like he just hasn't updated – the yeah. roster, but he's got some good options here. Correct. Yeah, I, th I think he just has to plug and play what he has on his bench. Okay. Wanot's in good shape. Brad at seven and six, looking for another opportunity. All right. Battle of the TCK Potters here. Bobby and Jordan. Bobby is looking for that last seed at the six and seven, looking to play spoiler at minimum over Jordan, who's nine and four. Bobby's going Josh Allen, Melvin Gordon, Devonta Freeman, Higgins Cup, Gerald Everett, Cooper. Mayfield and the Chargers defense. Let's see. He's got um Jermichael might be the only option there for the Forters, but not to starter yet. Bobby looking good so far. I think so. Yeah. Um <clears throat> he's in he's in playoff contention, I believe, right? Yep. So, we're gonna go over the standings here in a minute, but is uh he's right at the, the bottom of the the yeah. the, the uh playoff picture. Yeah, he, he needs some of his studs to have good games. He's in like. the hunt, if you will. Correct. Yeah, he needs, he needs some of his studs to have good games here. Okay, let's go over to Jordan's team here. Tannehill, Patterson, Montgomery, Lockett, Diggs, Hawkinson, Connor, Kyler Murray, and the Dallas defense here. Wentz on a bye. K.J. Osborne on the bench, went for 16. Uh, sat Pat Fryermuth. That was a good move there. I think Jordan's got his best squad. Agreed, yep. He's got Cortland Stinger in around down here, but I can't trust Cortland Sutton anymore. No, I don't think so. Bummer. 
All right, Weston and Megatron. Weston at seven and six. Again, look last minute playoff spot. Our girl Megatron, tough season this year, but definitely could uh, make a spoiler attempt for sure. He's been so far with Thursday Night Football. Prescott, Fournette, Gante Johnson with 11 points. Cooks, Waller, CEH, Newton, and the Ravens defense here for Weston. And that looks like the best squad for him. Megatron all the way over in the UK. Again, shouts out to Megan. Here's uh, Najee Harris with 22. Dalvin Cook with 32. So her running backs alone have put up 54 and a half already, Chris, for Thursday Night Football. Lamb, Ayuk, Conklin for three points. And then Cole Beasley, Jimmy G, Colts, uh, but she's got the Chiefs defense she picked up, but hasn't yet put them in. Yeah, seems like that's the play. All right, best of luck to those two. All right, two more here, and we're going to get out of here. Banta and Brad. Banta, unfortunately, the worst record in the league at one and two, but could play spoiler here to Brad at six and seven here. Mahomes, Mitchell, James Robinson, Chenault, Beckham, Schultz. Hopkins, Russ Wilson, and the Denver defense. Big Ben on the bench with 16 or 17 fantasy points. Um, looks like the best squad for Todd there. And on the other mm-hmm. side, Brad going with Burrow, Henderson, assuming he plays. Saquon, Claypool with five points, and Tony, Kittle, Kelsey, Stafford, and the Rams defense. Um, again, looks like his best players are in as well. Any changes on either one of those rosters? No, I think I saw Kareem Hunt on the bench. I yeah. might consider him in place of maybe Darrell Henderson uh, or Kadarius Tony. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. All right, let's go with here. Finally, here we got you going up here looking for to wrap up that number one seed to get that bye week. The number one going basically from the veteran league down to the rookie league back up to first place. It would be a, a heck of a heroic effort here for you. You're in a dogfight with our boy Brock. At five and eight, Brock, I'm going with Brady, Mike Davis, Darrell Williams, Metcalf, Evans, Knox, Marquise Brown, Heineke, and the Cardinals defense. Looks like the best squad there. Jarvis Landry floating around. Um, I would go with Metcalf, Brown, and Evans, though. And then, Chris, you're going with Herbert, Kamara, Madison. Had to play him tonight. Only two and a half points. Jefferson, again, much larger game points here. Get a final drive here for you. Godwin, Fant, Chase, Goff in the cold weather in Denver. Hate that play. I'm going to tell you right now. And then the CA defense, uh, you got Gallup, Pollard, Swift, Van Jefferson, and Chuba Hubbard on the mm-hmm. bench. You got a lot of good bench players, man. Um, let's see here. If come out, which running back are you looking here? You just hold Swift, or are you good with Pollard or Hubbard? Uh, Swift, if, if he's good, um, but probably Hubbard, if not, <clears throat> I'm obviously hoping here for Camara. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of in a situation where I might end up, um, making a swap out for Goff for someone else on the, on the waivers right now. Unfortunately I have Hertz who's out. So <clears throat> he's my backup backup. I actually had Gardner Minshew playing last week, which is a good, good play, but I, he's on a, you know, he's not playing this week. So I have to figure that out, <clears throat> man, this is crazy dude, but I, over Jared Superflex. I lost That's I me. lost I lost you there for a sec. What'd you say? I would personally go Chuba over even in the Superflex position. Uh, I got you. Yeah, I might. Uh I'll have to see what I'll I have to see what else is on waivers for QBs. I think there were a couple when I was looking. So yeah. it's scraping though. It's a Superflex league. So usually you don't have those yeah. options. But 
we shall see. And uh, Garner Minshew dropped Jared Goff. Man, that's that's a that's a tough pill to swallow there. I know. On bye week. Good <laughs> news is, Chris, though you are in first place, my man, but tied with Juan Ants. You need to get this win here because if you lose and Jordan wins with points and everything else, you could end up falling to that third spot. So you need the W. Stay yep. in first place here. You're in first place with one aunt at 10 and 3. Jordan representing the TCK well at 9 and 4 in second place. Drew Reb and Weston all at 7 and 6. Bobby in the back here at the 7 seed currently, but could get in with the win and some help. 6 and 7. Brad number 2 also at 6 and 7 could get in with the win. And B Funk, Kelly, and Megatron all looking to play spoiler here at 5 and 8. But unfortunately, pulling up the rear at 1 and 12. Woo, we got it in, dude. We got a longer one here, just a bit over an hour. A lot of information. We got it done here. So that wrap for the TCK Listener League veteran. And again, with my man, Christopher Venavides, holding it down here, uh, week 14 previews as well. Chris, before we get out of here, man, please remind everybody where they can find your content. And playoff season, I'll be twice a week at this point. I didn't have one. Can I get one? And how much does it cost? All right. I lost you slightly there. I heard something. What does it cost? Uh, what are you talking about specifically? <laughs> Tell everybody find the, the playbook and all of the commission work. Oh, right. right. And yep. it's fantasy playoffs. I'm reading it twice. Where can I find it and how much does it cost? All right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's freemium.com. Uh, that is the cost of the playbook. five finger discount. We used to call it in high school. That's right. Absolutely free. You can go sign up over at the commissbrand.com forward slash the dash playbook. It's our newsletter it comes out every Tuesday, right after Monday night football, chalk filled with all goodies right in the beginning of the week, to set yourself up leading into Thursday night football. And then of course, you know, monitor the things that we talk about. We talk about injuries, starts and sits, um, you know, things that you might've missed throughout the week. Uh, all just again, free stuff, just content um, doesn't hurt to sign up and it kind of positions you for another perspective on what to think about leading into those weeks. So, and then for regular content, um, go, you know, listen to our podcast, the commission fantasy football podcast, uh, on all notable podcast platforms. And then our social media handles are at the commission, FFP, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter. Absolutely. We do. I want to give out here for holding on Brent Venables to Oklahoma Talk about college football in the off season. Do you want to get to some of these though, Chris, really quick. Ayuk chase, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans. I need two. Let's assume Keenan plays. Ayuk, Chase, Keenan, Mike Evans. Give me two. I'll go with uh, Chase and Mike Evans. Okay. I will go with uh, Ayuk and Keenan <laughs> if he plays. That's rough. All right. Uh, let's see. Need three. Hubbard, Jamal Williams, Nick Chubb, or Elijah Mitchell? Sit one. Hubbard, Jamal, Chubb, Elijah Mitchell. Sit one. Probably going to sit Jamal Williams, I think. Too, regardless of uh, uh, DeAndre. The rest of those are just questions there. And not for Antonio Gibbs season. Uh, probably, probably Antonio Gibson. Okay. I like it. And uh, yeah, start the wide receivers in PPR Beach. Appreciate you always being in there, buddy. Everybody, make sure to give us a like, up, subscribe to the uh, bell so you make sure you up. And every Sunday morning, you can get our live on YouTube, Twitch, Facebook, and Twitter on Fantasy Focused Network. You can catch us from 10 a.m. to 1 Eastern, 7 a.m. to 10 a.m. Pacific time. Three hours of start 
It is crunch time, folks. Week 14 fantasy playoffs either start this week or start next week. Three hours on Sunday for Start Sit. If you want to be a super chatter and jump the line, hit us up with the donation OMO at TCK Pod. You can jump the line with your question. We'll get to you right away. Chris, always a pleasure, man. I want to give a shout out and the cousin your league and send positive energy to you and all the other dealing with the on of this time of and also happy shout out to christopher venavides and the rest of the commission see football podcast we'll catch you next time for chris and the commission crew i'm your host sky guasco we are out of here Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.